slides it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Price. Another spectacular stop. Broussard tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Marcel with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. Hello and welcome to the Monday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Hope everybody had a great weekend. The Islanders end their losing streak with a big one nothing overtime win over the Philadelphia Flyers Sunday. And uh, boy, lots to talk about with regard to that game. We'll get to it a little bit later on in the show. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Lots to discuss on today's show. The Islanders struggling to score goals. We'll certainly be talking about that. Uh, The great goaltending of Ilya Sorokin. And what's going on with the three new players and their integration into the Islanders lineup. We also have our Islanders birthday of the day and a lot more to talk about today. If there's something Islanders related on your mind, you have a question a comment, a topic that you'd like us to talk about on the show, feel free to send us an email. The email address is LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. If you leave us your name and where you're from, we are happy to talk about whatever it is that's on your mind and mention you on the show when we do. You can also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I, We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings, and I do live tweet during nearly every Islanders game, so we'll keep you up to date on that and give you immediate insight and analysis of what's happening on the ice. Always enjoy interacting with uh, fellow Islander fans during the games, so that is certainly uh, something that I look forward to. All right, the one to nothing victory for the Islanders. Uh, let's start with the obvious. The New York Islanders did not deserve to win this hockey game. They were outshot and outplayed in the first 45, really 55 minutes, of, well, 52, 53 minutes of this game. The first period was absolutely ugly. And the Islanders were outshot in that first period, 8-4. to four. And I'm telling you, offensively, after getting shut out uh, on Friday, the Islanders again struggling to get pucks to the net. You, you see more line juggling going on. Obviously, the Islanders, without Cal Clutterbuck and Josh Bailey, they missed both Friday's game and Sunday's game as a result of undisclosed injuries. And, you know, look, let's let's start with this. The Islanders, one of the reasons for their struggles over the last five or six games, and, you know, since the trade deadline, really, since the big trade that brought 
Palmieri and Zajac to the island. They have struggled, and yet they've managed to win three of those six games, even though they haven't really played a good overall all-around game in those six contests. And over the weekend, I'll give you uh, a big reason why the Islanders are struggling on the ice. Leadership. Think about who is out of the lineup over the last two games. Obviously, Anders Lee out for the season, but he's your captain. He is the leader of this team. Josh Bailey and Cal Clutterbuck are alternate captains. So you're not only missing your captain, you're missing two alternate captains, two veterans who have been through the wars and and who uh, know the pulse of this team better than almost anybody. So three of the biggest leaders in your locker room are MIA due to injuries. And yes, Kyle Palmieri, Travis Zajac, uh, and Braden Coburn are all experienced veteran players. But, but, when you're new to a locker room, it is not easy to lead right away. In fact, it's kind of not appropriate to lead right away. Uh, Very few players could command that kind of respect and be in that position early in their tenure with a new team. So not only do you have three of the biggest leaders on your team not being available, you're breaking up the fourth line, the identity line, the best fourth line in hockey, uh, because Clutterbuck is not in the lineup. You're missing your one of your top three forwards, and there hasn't really been a replacement for that. Uh, They tried Zajac uh, in that spot. Obviously, before Zajac, they tried Uncle Leo, and Kamarov was back for a lot of this uh, game against Philadelphia on that top line with Eberle and Barzal. So that line's chemistry is not its normal self. With Bailey out of the lineup the last two games, the Nelson-Bailey-Bavillier line isn't whole and together. Uh, Palmieri and Zajac are still trying to figure out where they fit in to the lineup. And I think that Barry Trotz is still trying to figure out where they fit into the lineup. So between the, the lack of leadership and the lack of cohesion and continuity, that is a big reason why this team is struggling offensively right now. So the bad news is clearly the Islanders have not figured out the best line combinations yet, where these new players fit in. Uh, Braden Colburn made his Islanders debut on Sunday and he didn't play badly, uh, you know, but there were times where having him and uh, Andy Green on the ice together you know, that's not exactly the fastest combination of defensemen that you can put on the ice. But, you know, he he did okay for the most part, and Colburn only played 12 minutes, 53 seconds in that game. He subbed in for Noah Dobson. And, And again, you know, he played a little less than 13 minutes, Andy Green 17 and a half. 
uh, those guys not seeing the ice as much as they normally do. Had one shot on goal, Colburn did, and two block shots, the two blocks being good. Got to give credit to Scott Mayfield, four blocks and, and a couple of very nice uh, defensive plays. Look, we criticize players when they don't do well, and we have to praise them when they do well. As far as hits, uh, Pajot and Uncle Leo leading the way with five each, and Adam Pellick had four. But again, this team needs its leadership back, and it needs some continuity. And until they get it, it's going to take time. That's why the trade deadline is, you know, a month before the end of the season. It gives teams time to integrate these new players into the lineup. You add the injuries, that makes it harder, but it's way too soon to panic. And the fact that the Islanders are finding ways to win in spite of playing poor offensive hockey and mediocre hockey at best overall is at least encouraging. We've got a lot more to discuss. We've got our Islanders' birthday of the day. We'll talk more about Ilya Sorokin and a whole lot more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islanders fans, this episode is brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at fair prices. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond ring designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. They are rings that are sure to bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have produced a uniquely beautiful ring, ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece. They're the perfect way to bring light into her life. They're available now through Mother's Day only on BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10. This collection features high-quality fine jewelry that will surprise and delight and fairly priced so you can give her something special and truly meaningful. If you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. This won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. Islander fans, we have got a new podcast that you will absolutely love and it will help you get hockey smart. The Crosscheck Podcast, hosted by Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark, goes deeper into NHL stories than any other podcast with the help of the smartest minds on ice. Follow the Crosscheck Podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. So, let's give credit where credit is due, and that is Ilya Sorokin. Just a fantastic game that he played, 30 saves, including some huge ones, and this kid is the real deal. He is gaining confidence with every passing game. He now has three shutouts on the season, and... You just see, you know, it, it was a question coming into this game as to who Barry Trotz would turn to in goal. And he made the right choice by going with Ilya Sorokin. Sorokin showed a fast glove, and the beautiful thing about it is that he is really getting comfortable with the angles of the narrower NHL rink as compared to what they play with internationally and in the KHL. And that really changes the way you come out of your goal to cut down the angle when you move side to side. 
all of these things end up, the angles are all different. And if any of you have played goalie at any level, even even in a, a little pickup game of street hockey or shinny, you, you understand that if the rink is wider, things are different for a goaltender. And Sorokin has made the adjustments that he needs to make, and he has come out of it shining. Uh, he is also vis- vividly, visually, you could see, he is gaining confidence in his game, and that is also a very, very important uh, contribution for the Islanders, because let's face it, in the first two periods of this game, the Islanders were outshot 23-13, to 13, and the game wasn't even that close. And through the first, really, 52 minutes of this game, they were outplayed, out-hustled, not winning the battles to lose pucks. Their passes were off. This team wasn't functioning at the usual level that they do. And the thing about great goaltenders is not only do they make big saves, they make them at big times, and they come through when you need them. And last night, the Islanders needed a spectacular performance by their goaltender, and they got it. In fact, they needed their goaltender to be perfect, and he was in nearly 62 minutes of action, stopping all 30 shots that he faced, and that was spectacular. Now, as for the two additions, Palmieri and Zajac, at forward anyway, a little too soon to panic about this. These guys are veterans. They will figure out where they are best suited to play, and they will learn about their teammates, and they will adjust and integrate. Did either one of them play particularly great hockey so far for the Isles? No. No, they haven't. And I've seen some people on Twitter starting to doubt them. Don't. It's too soon to doubt them. But you look at the numbers, Zajac, 16 minutes uh, plus of ice time, no shots on goal. Now, he did play with the fourth line to start the game, but no shots on goal? Really? Uh, Eventually, you hope he's integrated more into the offense. Now, he did block three shots. That is something that Barry Trotz is going to be very pleased with. But again, you know, the Islanders struggling offensively and having Zajac have no shots and Palmieri just two in 17 and a half minutes, 17.39 to be exact, that's, again, not going to get the job done for the Islanders over the long haul. And, you know, they've got to make those adjustments. They really have to make those adjustments. And, you know, Anthony Bavillier, Leo Kamarov also held without a shot. That's not what you want to see. Kind of surprised that Noah Dobson was the uh, defenseman that Barry Trotz chose to sit. I did expect that that would happen over time to see what Coburn could do. And I get the feeling, you know, maybe they sit Dobson in this game. Maybe it's Mayfield or Green in the next one. And they'll, they'll probably rotate three or four defensemen in and out of the lineup. Uh... You know, probably the bottom three. It would probably be Green, Mayfield, uh, and and Dobson alternating with Coburn. So he gets in one out of every three games, let's say. 
uh, give or take, and, and different players sit out as a result, keeps everybody sharp, keeps everybody going, and I think that's the best of both worlds. But as far as the Islanders, two new players, two new forwards are concerned, way too soon to panic. There, you know, there are still 12, 13 games left in the regular season, and the important thing is that before the playoffs start, these guys have to be, it has to be like they've been with the team all season. They have to be integrated, ready, and playing at the top of their games. They can struggle all they want to a point for the rest of the regular season, but come playoff time, they've got to be ready to go and ready to help this team go on that long playoff run. We've got more to get to on today's show. We've got our Islanders' birthday of the day and a whole lot more still to come. Stay with us on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, Built Bar is the best-tasting protein bar ever. It comes in 18 amazing flavors, all of them covered in 100% chocolate, and they're soft and easy to chew. They've got flavors that are nut-free and flavors that feature nuts, and listen to some of these tasty flavors. It feels like you're eating a candy bar, but you're having a protein bar. Lemon almond cheesecake carrot cake, apple almond crisp, mint brownie, salted caramel, toffee almond, coconut, peanut butter brownie, one of them just better than the next. And all bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber, and that means they are great for the keto diet. Let's profile the peanut butter flavor, 19 grams of protein in every bar, just 180 calories, only 5 grams of sugar and 5 grams of net carbs. Go to BuiltBar.com now, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Today's episode is also brought to you by our friends at BetOnline. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football season may be over, but the NBA and NHL are in the stretch drive as the teams head toward the playoff run. Major League Baseball is in full swing, and the NFL draft is just around the corner. Bet Online even covers things like awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They will give you real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website now and you, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. So if you put $100 into your account on your first deposit, they'll give you $50 absolutely free with that promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Islander fans, if you play fantasy hockey like I do, you can be a waiver wire winner with daily fantasy hockey advice. From Locked On Fantasy Hockey, fantasy hockey expert Scott Cullen gives you the tips, insights, and analysis for season-long Dynasty and DFS leagues. Follow the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast at the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. So, time for our Islanders' birthday of the day. We are going back a bit in time for this one. Want to wish a very, very happy 60th birthday, the big 6-0 for former Islanders defenseman Ken Leiter. Islanders drafted him in the fifth round back in 1980, and he spent four years at Michigan State, 
was with the 1984 U.S. Olympic team and then joined the Islanders in the 84-85 season, remained with the team through 1987-88, then had a little cup of coffee with the Minnesota North Stars to end his career, only played 143 career NHL games, 14 goals, and 50 points, add 15 playoff games for Leiter, all with the New York Islanders. We're going to go back and look at one of his better games with the Isles. November 26th, 1986, at the Old Igloo in Pittsburgh. Islanders taking on the Pittsburgh Penguins. Kelly Rudy is the goalie for the Isles, while Roberto Romano was guarding the gate for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Islanders getting on the board first, just three minutes, 40 seconds into the game. Brian Trottier, his seventh. Ken Leiter, our Islanders' birthday of the day, with the assist, and the Islanders led one to nothing with Brent Sutter in the box for holding. Dan Quinn gets an unassisted power play goal for the Penguins to tie it at 7.03. And then Pittsburgh goes ahead 2-1 on a goal by Bob Airy, John Shabbat, and Dave Hannon with the assists at 10.54. After one period, the Islanders trail 2-1. But in the second period, it's the Islanders. On the power play, and Ken Leiter, our Islanders' birthday of the day, ties the game. His third goal of the season, Pat Flatley and Miko Makala with the helpers. At 8.49, it's a 2-2 hockey game. And who gets the game winner? Mike Bossy. His 15th of the year, Dwayne Sutter and Dennis Potvan with the assist at 9.24. So the two goals basically separated by 35 seconds. And the Islanders had a 3-2 lead. And at the end of the day, the Islanders hold on 34 saves for Kelly Rudy in this game. And at the end of the game, a big, big fight with Rudy, Alan Kerr, uh, Warren Young, the goal, uh, 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 and Randy Cunnyworth of the Penguins also getting mixed up, as did Dennis Potvin. And so the 20-minute mark of this game just filled with lots of penalties, but at the end of the day, two points for our Islanders' birthday of the day, Ken Leiter and the Islanders' escape with a 3-2 win. So Ken Leiter, defenseman uh, in the mid to late 80s, native of Detroit, Michigan, he is our Islanders' birthday of the day. Happy 60th and many, many happy more to Ken Leiter. All right, you look at the standings now, and this is a crucial, crucial time for the New York Islanders. Uh, they're back in second place, and they're actually in a pretty good spot right now. Uh, they're two points behind the Washington Capitals, but the Capitals have played one extra game, so the Isles have a game in hand. They're one point ahead of Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's played the same number of games. And they're four points ahead of Boston, but the Bruins have two games in hand on the Islanders. So, yeah, this race is going down to the wire, folks. And the Islanders really going to need a strong finish if they want to get home ice advantage coming up uh, in that first round of the playoffs. And obviously that is preferable. You want to be able to have that extra game at home. You know how good the Islanders' record has been 
on home ice. And you need the Islanders to really, I mean, it, it, it's just they are a better team at the Coliseum and having a few fans there and hopefully the percentage of capacity will be able to safely go up. Uh, that'll be an even bigger boon for the Islanders. But you look at the schedule uh, that's ahead right now. Off day today, and then all of a sudden these games get intense. Uh, going up against the New York Rangers coming up on Tuesday. And that one at the Coliseum. And then three games in a row against the Washington Capitals Thursday Saturday and Tuesday again, the first two games against the Capitals at the Coliseum, and then a game in Washington. Follow that with two more games against the New York Rangers, who are starting to sneak up into the into the playoff hunt. They're not out of it just yet. How fun would it be for Islander fans and for the Islanders? to not only clinch home ice advantage and maybe even win the East, but to knock the Rangers out of the playoffs while doing it, that would be sweet. And you got three against the uh, Rangers, three against the Capitals. That's the next six. These are vital hockey games. So we'll be there for all of it. We will be back tomorrow with a full preview of the game against the New York Rangers. And we're looking forward to that one. Plus, we'll have the latest injury updates on Josh Bailey and Cal Clutterbuck and a whole lot more, we promise you. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.